0: Thank you. Welcome to another episode of A Course in Miracles Chanting. My name is Ezra. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad that I am here as I teach what I would learn. And it is wonderful joining with you that we may walk together unto the remembrance of God. The peace of God being what comes first and then the remembrance not far behind. So, this chant is called, I Ask for Vision. The idea is taking a more active role in in awakening, in remembering God, as forgiveness, correction is very passive. Um, It is a way of looking with a deep understanding of what is real, what is not real, and that we can simply look and observe and judge not, and trust that all is unfolding perfectly and our minds are being purified, our lives are being organized for us. We do not want anything in the world, and so we can, we can watch it and let it go. Let all the charge dissolve and abide in presence. So that's forgiveness and correction. But then what is the goal? If my goal is awakening, then I understand that vision is key, and so I ask for vision, because Jesus says we can ask for vision. Also, I renounce death, and I renounce all dreams. Uh, It says somewhere, I don't know the exact quote, something like, There are those who have renounced the world while still believing in it and so, and have suffered greatly for it, something like that. So, to renounce all dreams, just being careful that um, I'm not pushing anything away, thinking the world is bad, I'm going to renounce it, or I understand I want awakening, and so I'm going to renounce the world, but really at, at a stage in this in this journey, having seen through the world, seeing it as illusory, and then taking that stand and renouncing it, saying, I know the world offers me nothing, and I'm going to declare with my mouth, with my words, that I renounce all dreams. I will officially leave them behind, not build any new ones, but leave them behind. So let's go through this chant. I ask for vision, it's called. It's mainly taken from lesson 158 in A Course in Miracles. And these are the words. I ask for vision to behold a light beyond the body, beyond what can be touched. I see no separation. I look on everyone, on every circumstance, all happenings and events without the slightest fading of the light I see. I see no one as a body. We are the Son of God. There is no death, and I renounce it now in every form. I want the peace of God. I renounce all dreams. Hallelujah. Amen. This has been very powerful for me. Again, it is something that I have chosen as what I feel is helpful for me now, and built this this chant around it. Um, so again, it is looking towards vision, seeing the light through all bodies, through the illusion of the world, the mirage of the world, and renouncing death in all its forms, which is sadness, depression, a sigh of tiredness, which is sickness of any kind, which is a grievance of any kind, renouncing it. So when it comes up, in my experience, renouncing it. Not analyzing, not interpreting, not trying to figure it out, not explaining, but seeing this is of the ego and it has no place in my life, in my mind. It's fully illusory. I forgive it. I see it. I renounce all of it. Death in all its forms, I renounce. Okay, I will read a little bit. Mm, So the vision part. A teacher does not give experience. This is from workbook lesson 158. A teacher does not give experience because he did not learn it. It revealed itself to him at its appointed time. But vision is his gift. This he can give directly, for Christ's knowledge is not lost. Because He, capital H, has a vision He, capital H, can give to anyone who asks. So I can ask for vision, and Christ gifts me that vision, as it is truly all I want. I ask for vision, and then I don't go back into my visual perception addictions of wanting things, not wanting things, being all wrapped up in the world but I am seeing through all form to a light beyond. I'm seeing everything as the same. I'm seeing past all bodies to the life, the light beyond. All bodies being the same. All situations, all events, all happenings. Everything is the same. This light, this light is unchanging. So, He has a vision he can give to anyone who asks. The Father's will and his are joined in knowledge, yet there is a vision which the Holy Spirit sees because the mind of Christ beholds it too. The Holy Spirit in my mind bringing me to Christ, representing Christ within my mind. So this vision is just so key as being able to dispel my addiction to this world and find something, something I can actually grab onto beyond what I'm seeing in perception. As I go through my day, as I live my life, as I interact with people and see bodies, there is something I can grab onto. What I'm feeling right now is the Holy Spirit's presence within my mind. I can grab onto that Jesus' presence within me. I can grab onto that. The presence of God, I can grab onto that. Take note, all of these are in the present moment. It's beautiful to help get past the, the uh, addiction to time. So coming into the present with this presence of the Holy Spirit, the presence of Jesus, presence of God, and then in my perception, vision is what I can grab onto. I can see, I can look for, ask for it. And as I'm asking for it, it's revealing itself to me more and more, this sameness, And that there is something beyond the trees. There is something beyond the bodies that all seem different. But I can look through and find this joyful, present life that is the same in all of it. Hallelujah. And that's where I can live in this. And that's what I can share. So at the beginning of what I read, Teacher does not give experience because he did not learn it. It revealed itself to him. That's revelation at its appointed point time. So, I can't teach revelation, share revelation. It's, it's just gifted to me. But with that, I can share the vision. So as I interact with people, if I'm in this state of presence, if I have had an experience of vision, then my very look will share that. My very change in, in my presence is shareable, is teachable. It reminds me of meeting David Hoffmeister. And when I first saw him, I saw him walking up the grass at the Casa de Milagros, and I saw him with this, just a a gentle smile and a gaze as he was walking along. And his eyes were brilliant, and he seemed quite empty-minded. And right away, I noticed that presence of being completely present and uh, a vision in his eyes. And when we met and I looked at him, there it was. And it was always there. Uh, Through a lunch, his eyes were always in a state of vision. And I see that that is shared. As he's in that, he is teaching that. He is sharing that. So vision can be asked for and vision can be taught and shared. Uh, So going on, our concern is with Christ's vision. This we can attain. Christ's vision has one law. It does not look upon a body and mistake it for the Son whom God created. It beholds a light beyond the body, an idea beyond what can be touched, a purity undimmed by errors, pitiful mistakes and fearful thoughts of guilt from dreams of sin. It sees no separation. And it looks on everyone, on every circumstance, all happenings and all events, without the slightest fading of the light it sees. That's vision. Amen. So these are many of the lines that came into the chant. And if you go with this, I invite you to have these lines in your mind and try, ask for it, vision, and try to see this light beyond. And as you come closer, as it reveals itself, we will see that this light never changes. It doesn't fade, no matter what's happening in form. Amen. So form, then, the next part of the chant is going into death. I can even feel that all form is death, miscreated from life. So the right mind could be life, Christ, And that power of the Christ mind being misused to make form, which is death. All form changes, which is dying, not eternal, is death. So reading from workbook lesson 163, There is no death, and we renounce it now in every form. That's part of the chant, For their salvation and our own as well. Helping everyone as we renounce death, we renounce it for the one mind. God made not death. Whatever form it takes must therefore be illusion. This, the stand we take today. So this is being proactive with awakening, like I'm talking about. Um, taking a stand. Renouncing. Renouncing. Again, the the passive process of forgiveness in the mind, of correction, of purification of the mind, these things are all happening as we abide, and we we can clarify our one desire is the kingdom of heaven, is God's presence, is remembering God, is awakening to God. We can clarify that, and we can take a stand and renounce death in all forms, so when it rears its ugly head, the ego, anything through the ego, we can recognize it. And it's beautiful once we've renounced it to say, I've renounced that already. I've already seen this coming and I've already declared that I'm not interested. And so it's powerful to, to confirm that, that intent of I renounce death in all its forms, in every form. Um, I also like how that's phrased. It could be, I renounce death in all of its forms, meaning in all the variety, but it doesn't. It says, I renounce death in every form, which also means all of its forms, but it also means death within every form, as every form has death within it. I renounce the death that is in every form. So that's a blanket statement against all form also just saying, this is all unreal, it's a mirage, it touches me not. It touches me not. I'll go right now into um, something from Shankara, Advaita Vedanta, India, who said something like, um, the world is illusion, only Brahman is true, or all is Brahman. And then, the world is Brahman. The world is illusion. Only God is true. Only God is real. The world is Brahman. So taking it to this state of, like in the Course in Miracles, God is in everything I see because God is in my mind. Seeing God in the world. I find that very helpful. So to see, yes, the world is illusory, yet... I see God in the world. So that's vision. That's taking me to, I see the trees, but I'm seeing God in it. I'm not seeing the trees. I'm seeing vision. I'm seeing the light beyond the trees. I'm seeing God in my brother, not in the body, but I'm seeing God there in everything. And then in every circumstance, as my mind is purified, it's every situation, every circumstance. It's not the situation I'm seeing God in, but I am seeing God in the situation. Amen. Um, to finish that quote from uh, Lesson 163, it is given us to look past death and see the life beyond. Amen. It is given us to look past death in every form, and see the life, the light beyond. And from lesson 185, to mean you want the peace of God is to renounce all dreams. It's another part of the chant. For no one means these words who wants illusions, and who therefore seeks the means which bring illusions. He has looked on them and found them wanting. Now he seeks to go beyond them, recognizing that another dream would offer nothing more than all the others. Dreams are one to him. So helpful. All the world is one dream. Every dream that I could want is one and the same illusion. All past, future and present is one illusion. Going on, and he has learned their only difference is one of form. For one will bring the same despair and misery as do the rest. And another one from Lesson 198. Dreams of any kind are strange and alien to the truth. Amen. So confirming in us, it, I mean, it's, it's been many years for me to renounce all dreams. I feel like I am renouncing all dreams. Um, but this was heartache when I first encountered A Course in Miracles, it really was a dark night of seeing it more and more clearly as I went through the course that there is no dream that I can justify. Not one plan of mine or dream of mine can I justify as I accept what I'm reading. And I had big ones in so many And I hung on to them so tightly and they were so important. And I had put all my eggs in these baskets of future dreams. And it was, it was really hard accepting it. And then the process of letting it go, years of them kind of coming alive again. Well, maybe, maybe this is the way it's, it was supposed to be. No, still my ego dream. And then, okay, now I'm quite peaceful and it's coming alive again. This must be authentic now. No, still my dream. And so, I, I uh, to be miracle-minded, to be miracle-ready, I see that I can expect that uh, ego will come at me again and to be ready to abide in the presence and just see it. Just see it. Observe it with, with Jesus, without judgment and it will go by. You know, getting on the fast track of miracle readiness, expecting some potential grievance is going to come to me, and I'm ready to abide in this presence and just observe it. I've already renounced all dreams. Yeah, I've already made my intention. I want the peace of God and nothing else. I've already claimed that I see all illusions as the same, all dreams as one illusion, and that I'm looking for vision past all of it. Looking for vision past all of it is so helpful for me to grab onto vision um, as I am doing the work of forgiving everything, leaving everything behind, yeah, observing everything with Jesus without judgment. and I want the peace of God. I'm asking for vision. What is the truth? Show me in perception this light beyond the body. And when I see this light, I can call it spirit. When I see that, that's the truth that I can live in. This light is the truth that I want to see and live in. And if I can do that and grievances come up in others, let's talk about a miracle now, when a grievance comes up in another and I'm seeing the light through it. Well, that's what Jesus could do. And that's what, Je- that's how Jesus could heal and, and offer miracles. So again, acknowledging Jesus is the director of all miracles still today. I thank Jesus for all that he is and has done and is, and continues to do. And I acknowledge that he is the director of all miracles and he wants to do them through me. And so as I choose to see the light, Let's go through some miracle principles. Number 20, miracles reawaken the awareness that the spirit, this light, not the body, is the altar of truth. This is the recognition that leads to the healing power of the miracle. I see the light beyond the body. Miracles praise God through you. Number 29, they praise Him by honoring His creations, affirming their perfection. They heal because they deny body identification and affirm spirit identification. Let me see this light so that I can perform miracles continuously. Number 30, by recognizing spirit, this light. Miracles adjust the levels of perception and show them in proper alignment. This places spirit at the center where it can communicate directly, abide in the spirit. Back to 24. Miracles enable you to heal the sick and raise the dead because you made sickness and death yourself and can therefore abolish both. This is so intriguing, and I, I believe it. A Course in Miracles, I believe, has not seen its day where we will be healing the sick and raising the dead all within our mind and... Outplayed in the world. There is so much suffering in the world. There are so many people oppressed by the ego and living in suffering. And if we understand the miracle, then they will come to us and we will heal them. Going on, you are a miracle, capable of creating in the likeness of your creator. Everything else is your own nightmare and does not exist. Only the creations of light are real. Find that light. See that light. Thirty-three, miracles honor you because you are lovable. They dispel illusions about yourself and perceive the light in you. They thus atone for your errors by freeing you from your nightmares. By releasing your mind from the imprisonment of your illusions, they restore your sanity. So again, it's by finding this light beyond that the miracle is natural. Thirty-eight, the Holy Spirit is the mechanism of miracles. He recognizes both God's creations And your illusions. He separates the true from the false by his ability to perceive totally rather than selectively. So he's perceiving the light that doesn't change beyond the illusions. And 39, the miracle dissolves error because the Holy Spirit identifies error as false or unreal. This is the same as saying that by perceiving light, darkness automatically disappears. Perceive the light and the darkness automatically disappears, the miracle. Number 40, the miracle acknowledges everyone as your brother and mine. It is a way of perceiving the universal mark of God. What's that universal mark of God? The light beyond the body. The same in all, the eternal light, God's creation. Number 44, the miracle is an expression of an inner awareness of Christ and the acceptance of His atonement. What is the inner awareness of Christ? That's that light of God's love, the creation of God, the true Son of God, to see that, see the face of Christ. That does not change in all perception. Hallelujah. Amen. So bless you in this chant um, to find the light, to ask for it, to look for it, to try to see it, and to renounce, renounce death, renounce all illusions, and... Abide only in this light as our minds are purified, as correction is happening from the Holy Spirit directly within our minds, and we're awakening to God. I will leave us with one last passage, Lesson 200. There is no peace except the peace of God. Look with open eyes to find that heaven lies before you through a door that opens easily to welcome you. Come home. Look with open eyes to find that heaven lies before you through a door that opens easily to welcome you. Come home. Amen. We're coming home. Coming home together. Thank you for being here and bless you in this chant. In all love. Amen.